we're reporting, but there are no echoes, right? Everything sounds okay. Everything sounds yeah. fine, except sounds that the great. news is horrible. Yeah, but I, I want to welcome yeah. everybody to the world according to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. I want to welcome the Rumblers, the Ranthers, the Truthers. Uh, <clears throat> I want to thank everybody. Uh, I want to welcome everybody to the world according to Ben Stein. It's not always easy doing this show. Sometimes it's really hard. Uh, we're joined tonight by Mandy Gunasekra from the Heritage Foundation and... Really a huge ally of the world, according to Ben Stein, but the Jewish people. And uh, it's very hard being uh, a Jew right now. And it's very hard for some of us Jews being a Jew right now. And when we hear stories, uh, Ben and I often have the same thoughts, even though we don't talk. And obviously, we'll get, get into a little bit about a lot of the other stuff going on. But uh, Ben uh, was talking about the 20, at least 22 soldiers that were killed yesterday by a missile at a on a building that they should have just, uh, if the rules didn't apply to Israel, they would have just blown up blown the building. Should have blown it up. That's what but, the U.S. would have done during World War II. But except that Israel has to follow all rules of engagement around the world. Uh, they had to put 22 soldiers on the ground to demolition a building and then for those 22 soldiers to be killed. And uh, Ben, it goes deeper than that. I, every day I think about, because you brought it up so much, I think about uh, any other class of people, any other group of people, Black, LGB, whatever you want, any group, any minority, if they had 1,200 people massacred, 300 people kidnapped and I, I raped, think I think I think it was even more than that, but, but it doesn't matter. That twelve hundred is women, plenty. Women, plenty. women massacred, raped, generally mutilated. Every single thing. Every prominent woman in this country would would and around and for most of Europe maybe would have been for the last hundred or so days been placard signs. Everything we could think of, and Israel, twenty two dead means nothing. 1,400 massacred means nothing, 300 hostages, nothing. It means nothing. We have heard nothing from women in America, and it is sickening, Ben. It's, uh, you, you don't have to tell me, my dear friend. I'm, uh, I've am i always felt that way about the leftist women, and I, frankly, I'm a little disappointed in the Republican women, too. I uh, This whole whole story is horrifying. I think the Fuhrer would uh, would very much approve. I'm positive. The Fuhrer, this, this whole thing, I think, was made up by the Fuhrer. And uh, it's breathtakingly awful. It's breathtakingly awful that Biden is now leaning, leaning, leaning on Israel to stop bombing the uh, terrorists. Uh, it's mind-boggling. It's just mind-boggling. It's so horrible. It's just mind-boggling. It is. And it's it's it's, it's so, I, I know what you're saying, obviously, and you it, it's it's almost like you can't fathom what 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 the response has been. And I guess if you were around seventy before you were born, uh, not much, but before you were born, you it would have been the response would have been sort of the same thing. Even going back to 1922, when uh, the New York Times printed a story about Hitler, not that bad. And oh, uh, well, I, 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 I can top that <laughs> so, so easily. Please. I think I've told you the story many times. My father, a genuine saint, 
went to Williams College, the best small college in the world. And he was number two in his class. And um, number one was Richard Helms, who came from a wealthy uh, investment banking family in Cleveland, which was then a major, major, major industrial financial center. And uh, my father was kind enough to take me uh, to uh, to lunch with Dick Helms. I don't remember how many years ago, but twenty, at least 25 years ago. And uh, I said, and Dick Helms was talking about uh, Richard Helms, former head of the CIA, ambassador to, ambassador to Iran, was talking about how he, by virtue of being first in his class at Williams, he was given the honor of having an interview with the Fuhrer. Uh, and he was the first American journalist, I think, to be given that honor. And uh, I said to him, what uh, what was he like to show clearly that he was insane? And Dick Helms, very close friend of my father's, said, uh, oh, no, 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 he wasn't insane. He was just an experienced politician doing what politicians do, trying to get votes and uh, trying to uh, make himself popular with people. And I said, sir, you, you know very well that he murdered six or seven million Jews in cold blood. And he just shrugged. And, and this was not only top of the class at the best small college in the world, but a longtime family friend. And uh, it's a heart, as my wife, the world's best person would say, it was heart-rendering beyond words. Thank you for sharing that. And it's really important that you do share that because not that long ago, and I want to get Mandy in. Mandy, he's brought up Republicans, and I want to quote Donald Trump tonight. To all immigrants, if you hate America, if you want to abolish Israel, we don't want you here. I believe him when he says that. I believe I firm, too. I, firm, I firmly believe that, Mandy Gunasegra. Yeah, I I believe I believe him when he says that. He's been very much a ally for Israel for a very long time, but especially through his administration, um, he's been very tough on border security again, all throughout his administration and now. So yeah, he means what he says. And actually what he's saying represents the majority of where Americans are. Um, 70%, it's, it's, by the way. Yeah, 70% want border security and understand that Israel is our most important ally. Yet you have a small faction of people that have an outside voice by, given to them by mainstream media that wants to paint our relationship with Israel in a different way or what borders mean in a different way or what the meaning of security in your community actually means in a different way. And so that's what we're up against. But I think the, uh, I was watching the returns come in in New Hampshire and it's, it's very clear. I'm sorry. We're Pardon getting me. a little bit of a glitch. Your, 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 your signal is breaking up every couple. Of oh, oh, okay. Well, let me hold on. I'll be right back. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, but Ben, getting back to you, uh, Dick Helms. Why don't you tell people who Dick Helms was again? Because uh, he was uh, Richard Helms, I should Richard say. Helms. He was uh, he was uh, a scion uh, as a descendant of a very wealthy uh, Cleveland investment banking firm. I mean, nowadays when we think of Cleveland, we we don't think of it as being a wealthy stock brokerage and finance capital, but it it was then. 
and uh, he was from that family. And he went to Williams College, a very, very, very good college. At least it was then. I'm sure it is now still. And uh, he and my father were friends. My father came from a very modest family as well. There was a working man at Ford Motor and then at GE. Uh, but he and Dick Helms were friends. We had lunch uh, at the Metropolitan Club in Washington, D.C. Uh, and um, I had been long eager to ask him about his interview with Hitler. And this occasion presented itself, and I did, and the results were as I described, and uh, I was pretty horrified about it, and uh, I think anyone would be, but I think when you're having that one-on-one, I think when you're having that conversation one-on-one, that would horrify anybody, and I don't think I don't think people... so. I don't think it would. I don't think it would uh, horrify Elon Omar. I don't think it would horrify. Uh, I don't think it would horrify Reverend Al. Well, very true. And and Mandy, as Ben mentioned, Republicans, for the most part, the, it's really going to show you it's going it shows you right now the divide between 15 percent of the Republican Party of the old guard of the Republican Party with Nikki Haley and the open borders people. There really is. It's going it, it, that really and the globalists that do not care about this country. As Ben brought up to me the other day in the car when he was we were talking about somebody, I can't remember who it was, and they said they're not patriotic. And or, 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 and I had said, well, they're globalists. They're not, they're, they, they serve, they have no master. There's no, there's nobody to be um, patriotic to, Mandy. And we're watching today is part of the Republican Party not being, having absolutely no moral compass. That's, uh, and this, by the way, it- it was beaten into them by the media uh, as the media was torturing and uh, harming the best president, certainly of the 20th century, Richard M. Nixon. And uh, unfortunately, the Republicans just uh, did not fight back then and are not fighting back now, although some will. And one of the ones who will, I hope, is the next president of the United States, Donald Trump. Agreed, Mandy. Yeah, he showed Republicans what it looks like to actually fight. And what you see with Nikki Haley and these go along to get along Republicans, they just they, they want to take the easy path forward, whether that's consistent with conservative pr- principles or protects the Constitution or is good for the country writ large. They, they don't really care. They just want to be a part of the party. As we say in D.C., it's Republicans who get there and they forget their mission. They forget who they represent because they prioritize a life of ease um, and they, they surround themselves with people who are of this globalist mentality, which is completely counter to what America is. We don't take the path of least resistance. We take the path that we believe in and that we believe is right, um, regardless of how difficult it is to attain to attain that goal. Um, go back to our very founding. Yeah, the Republican Party, uh, someone, one of... We have a very large household staff at this house, which we can not afford much longer, but we have them for now. And uh, one of them was asking me today, was the Republican Party always a conservative party? And I said, no, it started out as a radical party. It started out as a party to abolish slavery. And uh, that was uh, that was his first candidate. I believe his name was Mr. Fremont. He's from California. And uh, then it, it uh, st- kept on being for freedom for human beings and uh then uh 
that got Mr. Lincoln, a great, great, great man, elected president. And, and, but then little by little, it got uh, suborned by the, or uh, subrogated, uh, I think suborned, by big, 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 big business. And um, then farmers, people who did not want drinking, because I know that's why my grandparents and great-grandparents were uh, Republicans, was because they were uh, anti-alcohol. But uh, now the Republican Party has a chance to return to its roots of great radicalism and radicalism for freedom. And I think Mr. Trump is going to lead us there. Well said. I, I agree with you 100%. I love that about the show that we get the history lesson along with it. And Mandy, I want to ask, and we would only get that from Ben Stein. And Mandy, I want to go to you on this because you're a woman, you're a strong woman, and uh, you're a mother. You do a lot of jobs. And you're a fighter and you are the future of the Republican Party, without a doubt. But Elise Stefanik is, too. And Elise Stefanik is an amazing, exceptional congresswoman from from upstate New York who took a stand. And it amazes me that the Joni Ernst, the the, uh, Susan Collins, all these women are just silent. And I and in the Senate are just silent right now. And Stefanik is is basically showing I represent the people. This is what the people want. And they just don't get it, Mandy. And I can't Mandy, what is it? You know these people. Yeah, sometimes I do wonder, even though I know them. Um, I courage, we've said this before, courage is so rare, especially on Capitol Hill, and especially for those who have been in DC for far too long. Um, I think Elise Stefanik has been really great from the start. She's never really lost sight of who she represents, but her relative goals. I know some of her team really well. And so she surrounds herself with people who also ascribe to that radical freedom. I like how you said that, Ben. I think that's very fitting. And, and we should work to have that redefine the Republican Party once again. And Trump is the pathway to ultimately get us there. Yeah, and 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 I think the people who are, uh, not afraid to support him and to say, uh, yeah, uh, it's true. He uh, has trashy taste in furniture. Shockingly trashy taste in furniture. Shockingly tasty, tra- tasty, uh, shockingly trashy taste in uh, many things. But he is for freedom. He is for human decency. He is a man like George Washington. I've been reading lately this amazingly wonderful book uh, by about George Washington. He was a radical too. I mean, he was the richest man in the 13 colonies, but he was a, a radical seeker for freedom and was unafraid to risk his life. I mean, he, this was a man who was in battle over and over and over again for freedom. And he was not a lobbyist. He was not uh, a beneficiary of foundation grants. He risked his life for freedom. And that is the kind of man we need. Now, we're up against it. We're really, really up against it. The Europeans are tremendous disappointment, tremendous, just like they were at the beginning of World War II. The Russians, well, I mean, they're Russians. What the hell? They're Russians. That's, that's who they're going to be. They're Russians. Chinese, I think. We overrate them very, very much in terms of how powerful they are, but they're definitely very, very powerful. 
uh, South America, an effing nightmare. Uh, Africa, God, don't let me anywhere near there. <laughs> the Middle East, wow. Where's Trump it, called it a shithole, but go yeah, on. Well, I wouldn't call it a shithole, but it's a, it's a very difficult place. And I'm so glad that I get to live in America. I get to live in America in a house with my wifey. And that is such a blessing. And wifey and I are just as determined as determined can be to do what we can to get a man, or it could be a woman. I would love it if it were you, Mandy, to stand up and fight for freedom. And fighting for Eretz Israel is fighting for freedom. And fighting for freedom in Israel and for fighting fighting for freedom all across the globe. Well said. And Mandy, I, I'm amazed that Ben uh, just compared him to George Washington, but I, I, it's it's very important what Ben just said, Mandy, because as we discussed, Trump has is fighting for his life. Literally, <laughs> he's fighting for his life for this country. And and let's not kid ourselves. He's fighting for his life. And I, I said this to Ben the other day in the car there. I have never witnessed a politician in my life, whether he wins an election for somebody loses an election, whatever it is, that's willing to put it all in, to risk all his political capital and risk every amount of his capital for what he believes in. That's, that, that says a lot, Mandy. When people wonder why he's so loved, one of the big reasons, Mandy, you're going to say, Greg? Yeah, I, I think as you were speaking, I feel like some of the most prominent and impactful and important people in the history of the United States have been those who have literally been up on that line where they had everything to lose by engaging with the political system versus everything to gain. And what you see increasingly from the left is they engage in politics just to gain power and prominence for themselves. Whereas on the Republican side, and especially the America first, make America great again, MAGA faction of the Republican Party. It's all these are these are all people who have been cast out of society, called deplorables, uh, attempted. People are trying to throw them in jail. Maybe they've been in jail. You have the January 6th people who just walked in the door and it was open and they're literally sitting in jail. These are people who have sometimes have, without being allowed to have counsel. Yes, for a very extended period of time, which just flies in the face of, um, you know, the right to a speedy trial, some of the basic rights that are fundamental to the fact that these people are American citizens. But these are people who they have nothing left to lose. So they are actually fighting for what they believe in, not just for themselves, but for something bigger. And Trump, Trump and his family are 110 percent defined by that. They've lost so much, yet they continue because they believe in this country, they believe in freedom, and they know that that is so important to continue to develop some degree of prosperity in this global world that is uh, is otherwise lost. This is a, you put it very, very well. I mean, I, uh, Wifey and I were watching uh, a very, very lengthy uh, documentary about Donald Trump on, I guess it was on Netflix. I think Judah probably set it up in our house. And uh, wow, they were just smearing Trump every way they could. I mean, they just made him seem like he was just a, a piece of garbage. And I thought, yeah, piece of garbage who is, as Judah said, literally risking his life. 
when he is up against people who have the authority of law, supposedly, on their side, who want to put him in prison. I don't think I would want to be Donald Trump and in prison. Uh, the scary things that can happen to people in prison are just breathtaking. I, on the same uh, channel, Wifey and I watched a documentary about uh, uh, Mr. Epstein. I forget his first name. doesn't matter anyway. Um, and uh, he, he was uh, accused of all kinds of terrible uh, supposed sex crimes. And, and, and what he was doing was clearly extremely, un, really bad. But there's no way he could have committed suicide. It's just it's impossible. It's like saying, I'm sitting here at a desk in my house. And if I bend over to tie my shoelaces, I'm going to commit suicide. That's just nonsense. But the same is true of Mr. Trump. If he's in prison, no matter what the government says about how they're going to protect him and treat him right, his life is on the line. His, his life, is, life on the is on the line now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. His life and, is on the line and, now. And, and, and Mandy and I were talking about this well the other put, day. Well put, Judith. Well put. No, I mean, it, it, listen, and Vivek brought this up tonight, and Vivek is turning into be an amazing surrogate, and Vivek brought this up tonight, and he said her plan, and Mandy brought this up, the only reason she's staying in the race is two reasons. Money, and let's look at where she's getting the money from. She's getting the money from the Koch, from the Koch brothers, brother at this point. She's getting her, her money from the owner of LinkedIn, who's a leftist. She and this is where she's getting. So she's plan B. If God forbid Trump, let's let's not kid ourselves. He's not getting convicted in the next year. The Georgia case isn't moving forward anytime soon. He's not getting convicted of anything. They're planning on him getting killed. Okay, that that and I'm not trying to be Mandy. Uh, out there that's no that we is, talked about this we, yes mandy and i talked about this and i and so please mandy go ahead that, that it's sick well the, the the left wants i i get the sense that the left is trying to stoke um a civil riot uh, a, a riot between republicans and democrats or maga or whatnot they want civil strife because they want absolute chaos that gives them the ability to swoop in and then take over the country right before an election that they're looking at right now. And their leading candidate is losing pretty handedly in some really important states to President Trump, the guy that they keep trying to throw behind bars. So, uh, yeah, I, I fear for President Trump's life. I know that the left, they've literally tried just about everything else, and I could see them going after him in a way to stir that pot so that there is mass chaos and then they can come in with the solution to the chaos, which is to take over everything, including the election at the end of this year. Yeah, it's a very, I don't have any confidence that they believe in the Constitution. If they believed in the Constitution, the leftists, they would not be doing this nonsense to try to block elections. If they believed in the Constitution, they would not be using the court system to block the election of the president. Mm -hmm. But they don't believe in, 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 the, in the Constitution. They believe in, as you said, so very, very well, swooping down and gathering up power. And there's a wonderful uh, quote from uh, the Fuhrer who said as to, uh, I think it was Lenin said the same thing, said uh, after the war, after the so, Civil 
Civil War. No, World War One said power was just lying in the streets waiting to be picked up. And I think there's something to that now. If, after the summer of love, as Judah so aptly calls it, power was just lying in the street waiting to be picked up. And the Democrats had no hesitation about picking it up and using it against the Constitution. That's really frightening. No, it's extremely frightening. And and Mandy, I what I love so much about Ben is he's not scared to talk about anything. And mm -hmm. uh, especially when it comes to we're a racialized nation. Now we know this case in Georgia. If it's it was any if, it was, if, if if this person was white, they would be off the case right now. Immediately. Immediately off the case right right now. That that's just uh, that, both that's of them, just, both the it, judge it, and the lawyer. Of course, it's, it's not it's, it's not the judge. Oh, the judge oh. maybe, but F Fanny Willis is the uh, uh, district attorney, I believe. Or the, I beg, uh, I beg your pardon. Yeah. Thank you for and, correcting and, me. And, and or the attorney, yeah, district attorney, and the lawyer is a lawyer that worked in the prosecutor's <laughs> office before, and it, we 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 know that she, he used money that she paid her him, to take her on trips of. of and we know the RICO statute. So we know this case would be dropped if this person was white. And nobody is calling out the obvious. I mean, let's be honest. If this was anybody else, this the, the, the prosecution right now, it, it would go to maybe another prosecutor who would probably not even go with the RICO at this point because it's such a, an outlandish, it, it's such an insane thing, Mandy. And nobody is like, it, it's like we're living in, as Ben said, it, it was... We lived through one big massive beta testing for four years at least, five years, eight years, and they just don't care, Mandy, about the law or the constitution. No, but we but we better because what what Gladstone, the great, great, great English statesman, said the greatest document ever struck off by the mind and hand of man any one time was the Constitution of the United States of America. The Democrats are throwing that away as if it were trash into a dumpster. That's really, really, really important. That's incredibly, unbelievably important. And it's terrifying that the Democrat Party, which used to be a great party, it was, it was not my party, but it was a great party. Now they have thrown that all away. And it's just, it's heart, it's heart rendering again, as my wife would say. Let's go on to something else, if we may. Or I wanted to get Mandy's final thoughts. Of course, of course, of course. Love hearing Mandy speak. We love you, Mandy. <laughs> well, thank you. I love hearing y'all speak. It's always fun to be with you. Um, well, it's fun being with y'all, too. <laughs> I, I, I agree, Judah, that not only would she be thrown off the case, uh, she'd be facing criminal the, charges. Department or, 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 yeah, criminal charges. I mean, revoke the bar license. Um, this is this is a clear conflict of interest. It's a level of fraud um, where she's she's investing in her lover uh, using the well, taxpayer it's embezzlement. resources. It's embezzlement. It's embezzlement. It's embezzlement. Who, who's mm -hmm. been lavishing? Um, who, who's th bringing her along on these lavish vacations? Um, not for purposes of pursuit of justice, but for purposes of just playing the whole system and thinking that they can get away with it because you check the box uh, because they are a prioritized victim class as defined by the modern left. No. And, and that is a, that is a very black class is growing and growing and growing and growing and growing. 
and it's growing and it's growing in an evil, dishonest way. <clears throat> it's uh, breathtakingly, breathtakingly dishonest. And uh, that did not used to be the Democrat Party. I, as a young, young, young child, can remember Adlai E. Stevenson running for president. He was a decent man. He was a, a genuinely decent man who loved his country and loved the Constitution. Uh, Eisenhower, of course, rolled over him like a uh, cement mixer over a straw. But uh, he was a very decent man. We don't have anybody like that in the Democrat Party now. I mean, it's no, you're, heart, you're, you're 100% it's heart correct. Rendering. It's heartrending. You're 100% correct. And, it, you know, when you you know, when you say that, Ben, it's 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 really heartbreaking because there is such a thing as just wrong and right, right and wrong or wrong and right. And uh, getting back to the Israel thing, it, it, the, the fact that these people can't just come out and say this is wrong. What happened is wrong. Our reactions are wrong. There should be no uh, uh, any aid they possibly need. There should be nothing put on that. This is just, and they can't do it, Ben, because they're so tied down. They're so tied down to what you said a few months ago, which is my favorite thing about how easily, how cheaply votes come these days. How cheaply votes come these days their unwillingness or maybe they're true believers i don't know maybe as somebody brought up in the rants before about jim jones but uh yeah you wanted to talk about something else Spencer. go for i it. want to want to talk about israel i mean it's a uh israel uh there's there's it's a horrifying situation uh israel made an incredibly smart move a number of years ago very very smart helped on by my favorite person besides my wife, Mr. Richard Nixon. And that it was this very, very simple, very simple thing. It was, we, we know the world is not going to do us any fucking favors. We want to have jet airplanes and tanks. The world is not going to lift a finger for the Jew. The Jew has got to be well-armed. And I'm afraid to say the same is true for the United States of America. The world hates and is jealous as hell of the United States of America with greatest possible respect to the world. Let's forget about trying to please the world. Let's, instead of that, arm up as fast as we can. We have the best defense contractors in the world in this country. They're unbelievably great. Let's get them to make weapons that will keep us safe and secure for a good long time. Uh, well said. I And Mandy, this is another winning issue. I think when most Americans, Ben and I, we were driving down to the desert the other day and there's a patch of road uh, and I call it the windmills to nowhere. And uh, it's, uh, I mean, they really are the windmills to nowhere. I never did acid, but it would look like if you're driving through, like you were were, were flat, you know, flashing or tripping on a a Mercedes Benz dealership spinning around. And uh, I, and I was talking to Ben about our grid system is so obsolete. Our, 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 we have put zero money into our grid system. We are so vulnerable right now. And we are the richest nation. And to Ben's point, we don't have to be. What the hell are we doing, man? 
Yeah, well, when it comes to the grid, it, it's been downgraded recently. And you're right, we have uh, immense resources. Um, we have. Wait, I just lost your my my audio from you, we, my darling. No, we totally totally lost Mandy for a second. Uh, uh, we will, uh, Mandy. I'm sure we'll be right back. Uh, ben is uh, scrolling through his mail as we uh, go along. No, no, Maybe. I'm I am scrolling through my pictures of people who are signed up to give their lives for Donald Trump. Very nice, and. Uh, but my question to you before we before Mandy oh, there she is, uh, Mandy go on. Sorry, we lost you for a second. Yes, <laughs> I hit a wrong button. Um, I had a call come in, and instead of sending a voicemail, I hit I hit drop the Zoom. Okay, so but the, the 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 state of our energy grid, and this you could you could talk about this across so many different policy areas, but the state of our energy grid and its degraded status is a choice because we have the resources to have the best, most efficient, most reliable energy system, but we have politicians who are in positions of consequence and then increasingly unchecked bureaucrats in positions of consequence um, that have bought into either because they see it as a means to control, they buy into the climate change alarmism, um, or they, buy into the rhetoric from leftist donors that have invested heavily in inferior technologies. Um, and they let that those influences dictate their decisions versus talking to the engineers and the people who know how to run and create the greatest energy system you could ever imagine, but they don't let them do it because of politics and and other uh, other influences that render this country having the degraded power system that we currently have to deal with. Well, we have, it's degraded and it's vulnerable. I mean, it's incredibly vulnerable. I mean, someone discovered a great many years ago that there was a simple, wonderful way to create heat. And that was by burning oil. And that <laughs> yeah. heat could then be converted into electricity. And that electricity could be converted into the power that powers an automobile or even a train or even a television or even a Cadillac, and uh, we're not doing it. Why? Because <laughs> they're fucked up. I don't know why. I mean, they just have no sense. <laughs> no. I think that's the best explanation I've heard. <laughs> and, and and to Ben's point, people and Mandy. What I mean, Mandy. Guess, but, but I, I just want to explain because I used to not understand Ben when he was talking about this and. With my sincerest apologies, I didn't always uh, understand what he was talking about with defense. And yeah. he's not saying defense for offense. He's saying defense so we don't have to play. Our offense is defense. And, uh, and, and, and the fact that Republicans cannot get this down their damn brain, that, if, that we have to have the greatest defense in the world so people know not to mess with the good U.S. U.S. of good old U.S. of A. Mandy is absolutely mind-boggling. You spend money on every single thing, and as Ben's father, I think, used to say to him, "If they if if, 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 if they yes. waste if they waste half of it, give them twice as much." According to the Department of Defense, it's exactly right, Mandy. We waste money on so many other things. The one thing I do not want to skimp on is the defense of our country, Mandy. 
Yeah, I agree. And the defense of our country is also the defense of our allies. If we're investing in the latest and greatest technologies and methods to protect ourselves, then we could share that with Israel. Ben, to your earlier point, though, I do think it was it was beyond wise for Israel to decide early on that they needed to take control of their own defense and to not be in a position where they were relying on the rest of the world to come to their aid, a la Ukraine, the whole Ukraine situation. Ukraine would not be propped up, but for the fact the rest of the world has essentially come to their aid. So they were beyond wise to realize they needed to take their uh, national security and national defense into their own hands. But back to the United States, we know how to innovate. We know how to create the best technologies, whether it's energy systems or weapon systems and defense systems. And we should be investing in that because the world is increasingly unstable and not just for us, but our most important allies abroad, including Israel. And it's 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 such an interesting piece of data that is never, ever, ever brought up, except I'm going to bring it up right now. In the 50s, after we had already won World War II, the U.S. was spending very roughly, and I'm not pretending this is a precise number, 10% of the gross domestic product on defense. We are now spending roughly 2%. That's crazy. What's the point of that? Is there anything more important than our own defense? Of course not. Nothing whatsoever. Why are we not doing it? Because the people who run the government hate America. It's, it's, it's heart-rendering, but it's true. It's, it's heart-rendering, but it's true. It's worse, it's worse than not defending. What's going on on the Texas border is you have the president of the United States telling that the, the Border Patrol has to help facilitate illegal immigrants invading our country. Yeah, it's exactly right. It's exactly right. It's, it's as if Dwight Eisenhower, a genuinely great man, a genuinely great man, had called up Rommel before the invasion of, on D-Day, June 6, 1944, and said, oh, by the way, we're, we're going to be landing here, 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 here. And uh, the bombardment, the naval bombardment starts at such and such a time, so you better keep your heads down at that time. But after a few hours, you can take your heads up again. Why are we helping people to invade America? Why are we helping them to do that? You know, it's it, it's amazing. I, I just have to say, I, I thank God for Ben. I do. Well, thank I, you. I, I've had you. the best teacher in America, and he's changed well, my he's, he's changed you, a lot of my conservative liberal views on many things. Now, Mandy, I used to be one of those people, uh, and we a lot of this we do have to attribute to somebody we all love, and it was a great mistake of quite a few he made, but it was Ronald Reagan. And uh, I, I, I don't I don't think we should sugarcoat what I love about the Nixon library. And I think the beauty of the Nixon library compared to the Reagan library, other than it's so beautiful, is they don't whitewash. Uh, they, 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 they tell you they show you you don't it's not like the Family Guy episode when they go to visit Germany and they're getting a tour and they they they, they, they the tour guide just doesn't talk about 30 years of history. You know, they uh, by the way, life. that's really true. Yeah. Wifey and I were at Dachau, and that's exactly how it is. Right. That was it. Right. So they, that's right. So you go to the Nixon and we really have to look at what Reagan did uh, with, with the illegals. And if you had said to me a certain amount of years ago, I would have probably been like, fine, they're here. But now we have eight more million people here in the last three years, Mandy. We are going to have to ship back these illegal immigrants. 
There's and and you know aliens. we're not going to do it. You know we're not going to we, do we, it. What we, we're going to have instead is a country yeah. that where the, where a very large percentage of the people, not anywhere near half, but a very large percentage of the people have no idea what America is all about. What America is all about. I, I'll get. I would like to give you a humble example. We, as I've said a number of times, we have a lot of people working at our house, way more than we can afford. Way, 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 way more than we can afford. And uh, the other day, one of these nice people, very, very nice people, said, by the way, who started World War II, America or Germany? He wasn't kidding. He was not kidding. And I said, Germany. I said, actually, Japan, but Germany is close enough. And uh, this was an American. This was an American. That's what. That's how little he knew. This is what how little all Americans know, Ben. Man, the, uh, people do not know American history. I was talking about this with somebody the other day. Because one of one of the things you do, so so Mandy, for instance, for so people that don't know this, is working on a project called for the Heritage Foundation, and I got to give such credit to the head of the the um, the Heritage Foundation, and it has nothing to do with what man with Mandy. He came out with such a strong message, Doctor uh, Roberts. Yeah, yeah, a, a, a day or two ago. It was mm -hmm. about what was about Israel, right? Or, or what was it about? I can't remember what it was about, but it was a very strong message because I don't remember ever really hearing such a strong message from the head of the uh, Heritage Foundation in my recent time. But uh, you're working on a project called the 2025 Project, and it's pretty much training people for the future and uh, especially in the conservatives, right? And um, or consolidating or. Yes. And my point is. It's so it's it, it it's amazing when people talk about trying to teach people about DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, or ESG, or any of these other things. What is ESG? Wait, what is ESG? Mandy. And it stands for environmental social governance. It is a purported investment strategy, but it's really just a metric system um, that the top investment houses use to see how well a business or a potential entrepreneur aligns with the goals and ideals of the left. Wow. So there you are. But Mandy, my point was that somebody was trying to say to me, they were trying to say, well, we got to get this messaging out. And they were sort of being like big about it. And I was like, you're talking to a nation of dunces. You're talking to people that have literally been brainwashed for the past better part of 70 years to not critically think so it, it it's almost like you have to talk to kinder like the, like they're in you know kindergarten uh for some of these messages because it's not getting through mandy no you think about it's funny i actually was talking how to come both of you are scratching your heads at the same time oh i don't know <laughs> maybe it's, i'm, it, I'm... It's, it's contagious I'm marrying <laughs> Judah. <laughs> We've been talking too much. But the other day, the I, was, time. I know. I um okay. I was talking to my barista about this. One of my favorite baristas. Ah, your barista, <laughs> excellent. It was very, very amazing conversations with. But I was talking about the fact that so much of life today is is um the news. It's it's just served up to you. You just sit here and you passively listen to a pundit talk about the news or a podcast or even books now are audible you're it, it's just it's so easy it doesn't require a lot of active thought 
it's like a passive receiving of all this information. And so people are losing the skill of personal discernment. And I think that you're, you're seeing this, um, you're, you're seeing this throughout and, and you have kids that just expect to, they want to engage on a very complex issue, but they watched a 30 second TikTok video about it. And they think that they're the relative experts. And so it's, it's this, it's this characteristic of, I want everything to be easy because things are just served up on a dish all the time by virtue of you name the technology, TikTok, Facebook, whatever. Um, but also a an, an arrogance or an inability to admit that just watching something or listening to something for 30 seconds doesn't actually make you an expert and actually able to to comment on it. And and I think that that is uh anyway, that's that's part of it. Mandy, now you're making me scratch my uh yeah. Thank you. I got to bring up something. Uh, and, you wanted, and he asked me to read truth, but I'm going to do something better. I, I really want to talk about it right now. Uh, we have a listener to the show who's a veteran and uh, who is who uh, served our country and uh, has given a lot for our country. And he's had been injured because of the in, in the line of duty and the hoops that he has to jump through. To get help is 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 insane uh, and it is a horror, is a horror is is an absolute uh, atrocity to it's uh, stunning it's stunning it's it's, it's a tro- and it's an atrocity now um marsha blackburn um from tennessee right uh the senator from tennessee yep. i only know that One because i remember yep. taylor swift went after her blackburn says va has a backlog of 1 million veteran claims as resources go to illegal immigrants ben our VA one of one million uh, we, suicide rate, all these things are. I it, 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 I I don't even for the life of me as you talk about defense and all the money, that the fact that somebody comes home from serving our country for serving our for, for serving our country, and they have to beg and grovel to get medical help, is a joke. Every, it's not a joke. It's all, it's disgusting. It's disgusting, and every doctor in America should sign up and 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 take veterans in and 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 and, and, and escape the VA. But the problem, Ben, is if you go to a, a doctor outside of the VA, you could lose your benefits because I you, hold on. I have a solution. I have a solution to this. To to the there's there is a company called veterans guardian it's a it is a market-based solution to the problems of the va and they will actually it's it's veterans working to ensure that if you've been hurt or injured or whatnot you get the help that you need and deserve by virtue of putting your life on the line to defend the country so i would that I would I would direct there's a gentleman named Scott Greenblatt who started a company named Veterans Guardian and he has the solution to this whole debacle with with veterans not receiving the benefits that they undoubtedly deserve. That's great. That's extremely important. God bless him. I I think uh, we should all uh, publicize this gentleman and the work he's doing. It's very important. No, no, it's it, it, it's insanely important. And it's it, this person has lost pretty much his hearing and there's like levels of hearing loss. And if you can't get I mean, this is how crazy it is. If like you can't meet the criteria 
you um you uh you you you, you the your benefit level changes and each time he goes they, they they say to him come back or your testing is inaccurate it's like each time and he can't get the benefits that he needs and it's like do you think he's lying to get benefits do you think he's lying about his hearing he's got to wear he i mean it's it, that we make that we treat our veterans like they're defendants on trial. That's is, very good, Judah. That's very is, good. Is is, is 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 sickening. And yes, he tells me that other other that obviously DEI, which is diversity, equity, inclusion. I always say that because wifey asked me to say that every time does influence their decisions. Yes, if you are black, if you are of a different color, you move up on the scale of getting these benefits. And uh, it's it's and and it's Mandy. It's I I don't know. Is it could we go repeat that name and the, so somebody could put it into the rants, please? And you'll put it in in, in the Scott show. Greenblatt. Scott Greenblatt. Scott Greenblatt. He started Veteran Veterans Guardian. Veterans Guardian is the company. I would just highly recommend that the listener reach out to him. And I, I just in full disclosure, I met him. I've I've known him a couple times. I attend this trip once a year in support of uh, one of one of the senators that I'm close to. And I met Scott there and was totally blown away, not only with his commitment to helping veterans. He himself was a, 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 is a veteran and had to go through all of this. But um, he, he really found a way to address a major gap. And what's interesting is he's been so successful. You now have all the powers that benefit from the current VA system and all the problems with it, literally going after his business from a federal perspective and a state perspective. And anyway, it's a really interesting story, but the business and his whole mission in life will be very helpful to our listener. Very good. Well put. And I appreciate that. And uh, Ben, I just want to end as we started sort of, uh, but I, I just, not as we started, started but I'm watching Nikki Haley up there tonight celebrating yeah. being in second place. And you brought up the fact that she's uh, not as attractive as she used to be. And I got to tell you, every time she speaks now, she becomes less and less attractive. Well, when I don't, wouldn't it, vote for her depending on how, how attractive I, I under, she is. I but I think she's, uh, my point is, I think she's very retired. Yeah, and, and, but my point is, every time, no matter man or woman, uh, it doesn't matter who it is. When you have a chance of helping save this country, and yeah, Nikki Haley really can do a very good job in helping Republicans if she truly wanted to do that. She's a woman. She's she she's Indian, obviously. She well, she is has she really a, Indian? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, she she has a, she has an awful lot to bring to the table, especially in the Trump base. That in the Trump, not the Trump base, but in the Republican Party that needs him. And this unwillingness to do this really shows you I'm not her, her true colors. And uh, and when a, when any candidate does that, yes, it makes them uglier to me. I don't just mean physically. It just I'm repulsed by that by that sort of message when you're celebrating being in second place. Well, you know, I mean, she was running against Donald Trump. You, you, when, I, but beside, but I, Johnson Nunu went from she's going to win. To two days ago, saying John Sununu. That's good. That's good. Is it Chris Sununu? What's his name? What the? Uh, I'm sorry. It doesn't really matter. I mean, if you put any faith at all in his 
likelihood of being right to be right. I, mean, I know, but my, my my point was he went from going, she's going to win to she'll finish in second, but in, in decent second. And Ben texted me last in night. In a two-man race. In a two-person two race. Ben, ben texted me last night, and I missed it till this morning about when they came out with the six votes, and he said something about New Hampshire. I don't know if he wants me to say what well, he said. I'm never, I don't doubt they will never go there again. So about, about the people of New Hampshire. And Ben, I want to ask you before closing up, I always associated New Hampshire, especially because of their motto of live free or die, as this sort of like Republican. Uh, no, that was a long time ago. That, that was in the 1934 uh, or 36 election. It was one of the only states that went Republican. And uh, that's changed a lot. Now, there are a lot, lots and lots of well-to-do liberals from New York who have moved up there and bought bought farms and estates and so forth. That's that's who's there now. There you are. And uh, Mandy, I mean, I, I that was my impression of it till I uh, and I'm looking at this and, I, and and just so people know, he won by 12 points. I'm sure many Democrats voted in the election for uh, Nikki Haley. And that really tells you everything. We really need to to get behind Trump. If DeSantis can yeah. get behind Trump after Trump going after him for yeah. months, Tim Scott's behind him. Just get behind the guy. It, what What is your malfunction? And uh, What is what, your major malfunction? malfunction. Did your mother love you enough? I love, the, I love that movie. And Mandy does not get the reference. It's one of the greatest war movies ever. Thank uh, you. It's, called, it's called Full Metal Jacket. And, uh, oh, I do know that. I've just never really it, watched it, it. It's a tremendous <laughs> movie. And, and, and lastly, as we're ending, uh, I, I really do... Uh, as Ben started talking about 22, 23 soldiers were killed yesterday in Israel. Uh, and, and it's so important that people but remember. don't forget that's because we're Israel is not feeding the Palestinians and taking them in and taking, putting them in their hospitals. That, 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 that's it's exactly right. I, I, I can't share where I heard this from, but I, I'll say somebody was a, in a very important meeting with some very big people and they were all discussing uh, the, uh, you know, that there's some good and somebody after 45 minutes got up and said, do you know how many uh, innocent Palestinians there are? And they all looked at him. I'm talking about very big people. And, they, and, he, and he said, none. They all voted for they all voted for Hamas. And uh, they were left speechless. And they said, well, what do we do? And he's like, I don't know. But just stop thinking that they're innocent, that there are innocent people over there. And uh, it's a war. And Israel has been in this war for an awfully long time. So some people understand history. They were both offered the land. They both agreed to it. The, 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 whatever you want to call them, attacked Israel as quickly as they could. Israel has always accepted the peace. They've never initiated one war that they have ever been involved with. Well, not, not one quite, war. It's not quite true. But it's quite what war true. did they initiate? Are you, are you joking? No, I'm not. Okay, how about the Six-Day War? How about the young How did they initiate that they were attacked? They were threatened with being attacked. Well, anyway, okay. Judah, that's, I, I'm not going to say a word against Israel. I love Israel, and but Israel is smart. If they see they're about to be attacked, they go for it. And we love them. And we love them, love them, love them, love them, love them. Yes. On that note, Mandy, I want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. I want to thank the Rumblers, the Ranthers, the Truthers, everybody in there tonight. I want to always welcome the people that are in the ranch for the first time. 
and uh, share what you need to share because I'm very happy that one of our ranters shared with us what was going on with him. And because of that, maybe he could get some help and maybe some help could get and everybody uh, and go to the uh, Apple uh, when I download the show and go to our Apple podcast and we'll put the link in to the, to, to the organization. Mandy will put the link in for us. And uh, thank you, Rumblers, Ranthers, Truthers, everybody out there. God bless you all. Mandy Gunasekra, Heritage Foundation, all everything. She There's nothing she doesn't do. She's an amazing And the woman. Heritage Foundation has excellent hors d'oeuvres, snacks, things that you can eat while you're waiting for the proposal, for the speeches. I, I've it's heard true. They're kind of famous, I, famous for their catering. I've, I've heard they put on legendary. Policy. I've heard they put on legendary. It, it, it's not as good as No or Nao, the Vietnamese no-y, restaurant. Noe, Noe, Noe. And by the way, you should never name your restaurant Noe because it does leave a lot of people on Yelp saying Noe. And uh, <laughs> when asked if they should go. On that note, Mandy, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Ben Stein, you can find them at Newsmax. You can find them at Newsmax. Of course, you can find them at spectator.org, True Social, World According to Ben Stein. I want to thank everybody from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you all. Have a great night. God bless you all. God bless Israel. God bless America. God bless the world that needs it right now. And God bless wifey. Have a great night, everybody. <laughs>